Hello, and welcome to the Flowing Through Film Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about Robert Eggers' new new movie, The Northman, mostly, but we are also going to go into The Witch in the Lighthouse as well. I am your host today. My name is Blake, and with me, I have Danny. Hello. I have Luke. What's up? And today, we actually have our first new podcast host, and... I will let him introduce himself. <laughs> hey, um, I, my name is Weston. Um, I'm a big uh, film addict, just like the rest of these losers I have right here with me. <laughs> um, so um, I'm very passionate about, you know, visual art mainly in particular. So we're like talking about Kubrick or other famous directors like that, or Denis Villeneuve, one of our more famous modern directors, big fan of his works, um, stuff like that, mainly a sci-fi fantasy genre. That's why we vibe together. Yeah, I'm also more yeah, into like sure. historical, mythological stuff, as we're going to get into with Robert Eggers yeah, and, and, so, yeah. and its other works too. I'm really excited to talk about. So uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, so we're just gonna we're just gonna dive right into the witch first. So I'll ask. Uh, I'll actually start with Weston this time. What do you think of the? What, what are your opinions on the witch? On the witch? Okay, I've seen it twice. I haven't watched it recently, but for what I remember, I really was intrigued by it. It had a very like, of course, I like the setting. It's like old folk folklore, kind of like urban legend style about witches and all yeah. that, which I thought they did a really good job. Um, he has it. Robert Eggers has this very like unique style, which I really admire. That is like he is more of like slow pace kind of person, but he really does do I think a very good job with like building up. And um, I remember just being really weirded out, creeped out by it. Yeah, he, his movies are very uncomfortable. In, in a lot of aspects yeah and, um, at least his first two i think his yeah this one is not as bad um i do remember about like the witch and you know when the, the youngest being abducted and yeah all that. And, um once it gets to like i don't know like what exactly like you would see the witch doing its crafting or what it was doing with the child like i, I couldn't yeah quite dude. remember that part <laughs> that was a good but i vaguely remember it but yeah i remember like being disturbed by it yeah, she's and basically they, just like yeah. grinding the baby baby up into like like with a marble and pestle. So. <laughs> and it's definitely very like psychological. And of yeah. course, those are the kind of movies I admire. And the ending too was just like I remember just like getting chills, man. I was just yeah. like, what in the shit was this? You yeah. know, with like all the witches floating up and the main actress. What's her name Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. She is very talented. She's definitely she probably the same. This is her first movie, I think. Yeah, this was, yeah. I think this was he her He found her, one, like, yeah. uh, some uh, casting auditions or something. Yeah. For me, it was now she's a pretty big star. one she other was, film yeah. I was introduced to her by. It was her and one other actress. Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. Yeah, Thoroughbreds. Oh, yeah, Thoroughbreds is yeah. really good. Yeah. That's pretty good, yeah. I, I've been thinking like about that. watching that again. I've never seen it, actually, though. It's a pretty good one. I like it. Me and Dale liked it. That was, um. oh, who's that actor's name? He played, I think he played Chekhov in the new Star Trek, but he passed away, and that was his last film. Oh, Anton yeah, Yelchin? yeah, Anton yeah, Yelchin. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. That, that's what, in the back of my head watching that, I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I'm not going to see sad, any dude. more of him now. It's just, it is sad. It's tragic. Sad, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I guess I don't know how we I got guess, on that. Okay. I guess we can just but go yeah. with Luke. Yeah, like, very yeah. solid. I mean, he was just, like he was just we just got onto that because he was yeah. talking about Anya Taylor Joy. Yes, so. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we went off on an uh, on a this is officially on a tangent, Anya Taylor so. Joy episode. Okay. Yeah, it's not Robert Eggers. Yeah. It's Robert well, Taylor Joy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope I hoped you liked uh, him praising it because I'm about to shit on it. Uh, well, actually, no, but actually, I'm not really gonna shit on it that much because honestly, I just think uh, rewatching like some of his movies like. Or just watching, because I only seen The Lighthouse before we started this episode, and then I watched uh, his two other ones. And I realized, I just don't think I'm a huge Eggers guy. Uh, I don't really know why. It might be because of his time periods, I don't know, but specifically with The Witch, just to focus on it. Um, movies, when they, like, when I love a movie, they make me feel something. No matter what emotion it is. It could be, you know, a feeling of just, like, elation, you know, or depressing, or, you know, mm-hmm. any emotion. This movie made me feel nothing, dude. I don't know what it Not did Not even wrong. the ending? Nothing, dude. I, hmm. I, the whole time, I was like, all right. I, 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 just, I It's hard to explain, because it just, it just wasn't for me, I okay, don't think. Okay. But it's, hmm. it's a movie that... You're, it's, what, I, what I like observed is it's a movie that uh, relies on its tension to it really... It does, yes. And I didn't feel anything. So I, it, it okay, kind of... Okay. The movie didn't work okay, for me. Yes. So I didn't feel any tension. I, I don't know if it was my fault. I, don't, I was... It wasn't boring at all because I it, I was engaged the whole time. It just I don't know. I just maybe I'm a robot. I don't know. I maybe just, I'm a robot. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you're not a robot. It, you like the no, movies. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot but, of people that don't like this movie. I yeah. mean, any of yeah. our like If I had so. to be honest, I think I kind of might have to agree with you a little bit to what oh, you're saying okay. with like it, it does. His films still feel kind of empty to me. Not. To, yeah. I mean, that's not to say I still enjoy his films because I love the inspirations that mm-hmm. come from it. I love how he's focusing on like mythological folklore or mm-hmm. like historical settings, and I love yes. what he presents and the execution's good yes. and great tension build. But like the overall like kind of moral or feel or heart of it all, yeah, I, I really I, don't get much of that from his yes. movies. So See, that I was my kind of agree. Yeah, with that's that. my main critique for like. Yeah. We'll get into that more with like the Northman, but yeah. but this first two, I don't. I don't think. I think these first two have a lot hard actually but yeah. i think the light honestly of, of all if we're gonna frame it that way i think the lighthouse definitely has the most yeah i yes. think that's why I, sure. I, I think that's why i like actually like it yes more than the others but yeah um, honestly that's a good word even, i didn't think about even but, the witch's characters mm-hmm. i could i could see that criticism like they're they're all just in service of the tension of the story of a lot of it um yeah. maybe anya T- taylor's joys obviously she has not character development but her character does go through a lot of shit you know yeah. and you see her kind of reactions to those but it does like especially the kids in the witch you know they kind of do feel like yeah they're there just you know for the sake of the story empty i could like i don't want to go that far but that's a good word you mm-hmm. know i could say comparing to some other directors yeah. maybe but but yeah in just just in total though if i just had to explain it like one sentence why i didn't like it it just i don't just, i just don't think it was for me okay. yeah so, i think that's uh, the best way to put yeah. it and... no but uh it's 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 fun to go into why at least at least try but, to think about why yeah you know mm-hmm. but I, just wanted but to I guess i didn't give my thoughts on this one yeah but I'll start with what I liked about it. What I like about it a lot is I love the I love how he approaches uh, this material or these subjects, and he takes them extremely seriously. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Even as a horror director, like one of my least favorite, and there's probably I think there's a horror movie coming out re- uh, soon about this. But one of my least least favorite horror topics is when they take any religion. You know, in the West, is a lot of it's Christianity, mm-hmm. but they like go so over the top with it. You know, like. Um, like, I'm not saying you can do it, you don't have to do a horror movie that's like Christian or anything, but just the way they treat it, it's like, I don't know how to start, like The Exorcist, you know, yeah, or like this new Exorcist. Movie. Or the I, I have, I've seen it a long time ago. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about films. I would oh, say yeah, that even too, the second yes. one in particular, yes. where they kind of like, only, okay, I guess the way I'll put it is, uh, yeah. they're only using that subject material 
to make a horror movie out of it. But like Robert Eggers, I, I like, would disagree with the Exorcist. On okay, maybe not the Exorcist. Maybe not. The <laughs> but Exorcist. I agree with that. Well, like the Conjuring um, movies for sure. No, Conjuring. Like or no, there's an Exorcist type movie coming out this year, which was what, what I was thinking about. And I thought when I was watching the trailer, I thought it was a remake, I but it's it not. Remake. It's like a, it's a totally different movie. They're just using that topic. Yeah. But but what I like about Robert Eggers is he's like he's to the best of his ability trying to make it feel like what it was like in 1600s. And he likes all the characters, you know. Yeah. And he can he's trying to sympathize with why would this dad just go into the wilderness and leave uh the church you know just to fuck his family basically but he you know he keeps praying the whole time yeah that god will save him but he could literally just go back to society and help his family but he doesn't want to do that as well you know like yeah his you know his ego his pride but like, yeah his pride we see that in men today but it's yeah. not the same topics right it's uh it's not religion it's other things that, that happens <clears throat> with families and stuff but mm-hmm. that's what i like about it right he's he's admitting that these people were real yes you know yeah. not just like trying to go back in time to steal a subject just so you can make a like a cheap horror movie out of it kind yeah of yeah it feels it very, doesn't feel very hollywood that's why i like no no it's like, it feels like deep, foreign you said slow i'm pretty sure in your uh yeah when like, you first talked like build up yes he that pace. tension. and i and i might have with movies where it takes its time to set the tone the setting and it builds up towards to like the nitty-gritty the crescendos yeah. yeah and I we'll have to talk about this i guess and honestly it's probably true with all three of the movies uh, we're going to review, but my least favorite part of his movies are his endings, uh, at least in some ways, especially for The Witch, which I guess we can talk about now. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the more, uh, just their dad kind of like, like before it gets too fantasy, you know, where it's almost like, is his dad, there's their dad just insane, like he's praying to nothing, like they're just talking about witches, but there's really no witches, you know, yeah. like it actually was a wolf, that kind of, it, when it toes the line more in that in-between area. I like it more than when it just goes all the way out at the end yeah. where like everything turns fully mystical or fantasy you know yeah. Yeah. i kind of like the movie more when it's in that tension of you, you don't see, even know i I, yeah. I mean i i like i like all of the witch honestly i i do it it has lessened each time i've watched it probably because i don't love the ending either and it kind of relies on the not knowing what's gonna happen yeah, yeah it does kind know. of rely on that but i really like how he specific how robert eggers specifically gets in touch with what people were feeling back then like this is actually what they felt like this is like if someone if something like this was actually happening this is what an extremely puritan father would be doing like like he's 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 like that's what all of his movies are doing like they take historical perspectives and they don't try to he doesn't try to put today's world views on them and he like tries to make you see how what they were seeing basically and and i think the witch does that really well honestly it does for the first until until the, until the saying, ending, yeah, yeah. until the saying, ending. Yes, yes, but then yes. at the ending, I do I do like whenever it goes supernatural. Also, mm-hmm. but but that's just that's just because I like yeah. supernatural. Shows, I, think, so. I think out of all the three, I think the lighthouse ending was probably my. The lighthouse. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get I, to I think that. I think I legitimately when the ending of the witch uh, happened, like I was I was in my room by myself. I, I think I literally just uh, I was like okay. I think I literally said that out loud. Like <laughs> okay, great. Like that, that sounds like how you've been describing it. Pretty his much, movie, yeah. So. Okay, that's so. okay. Okay, I can describe a lot sometimes. Uh, <laughs> one film yeah. that made me really feel that uh, I'm going to get so much hate. Uh, Science of the Lambs, honestly. Wow. Oh, I, okay, we can't go one, there. We'll, uh, yeah. We can't go there. <laughs> we can't go there. Yeah, we won't go there. Honestly, I don't love that movie either. With the what? feeling of emptiness yeah. or not. It's pretty good though. Yeah. Say. 
I, I love, uh, oh, what's his name, the actor? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he was yeah. definitely the highlight. He was the star of the movie, yeah. but... It's a well-made movie. That one actually doesn't have yeah, a lot of baggage it just, nowadays. It just it, feels kind of washed out and bland. No, I'm just saying it has a lot of baggage nowadays, because it actually did have a lot of real-life consequences for, like, trans people. Oh. Like, it actually, uh, it actually yeah. like, there's there's clear connections. Like, people brought up this movie whenever they brought in, like, trans, like, anti-trans laws. Like, oh, that's like that, it's it's definitely got some baggage with it. It's really well-made, but mm. it's definitely got some baggage. Okay, okay, I don't want to go there. But I don't know yeah, if you can blame the movie there. for that, though. I don't know if you can blame the movie for people using the movie like that. But. Exactly. No, you can't. Yeah. But at the same time, that, that happens with a lot of movies too. Unfortunately. But we'll go back. Let's go back with the witch. Let's go back to the witch. Yeah. All women are witches, obviously. No, yeah. no that's what that's what Robert Redford <laughs> is saying. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. I don't know. No, but I kind of do like that aspect of. Um, Basically, back then, to some degree, if you didn't listen to the men in your family or your society, you were basically going to be considered a witch. Yeah. You know? That's why like, he's if you had any doubts. Yeah, if you had any... Like, yeah. the, and this movie does a good job of the second she starts having doubts about her father, you know, he starts uh, thinking she's a witch. Yeah. Like, it's an exact relationship, almost. Yeah. Exactly. And, it was interesting, like, seeing that played out, like, that time period, because uh, early this year in English, I actually read The Crucible. We read The Crucible, mm. which is about... Uh, it's a famous play, basically, about uh, Salem Witch Trials. So mm-hmm. it was interesting seeing that, like, contrast. But honestly, I think also... I should have watched this with subtitles, I think. Because I just didn't understand a word they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, That's like, kind of what I like should. about... Uh, yeah. It does make you get into the feel of the movie yeah, better, you know? It does. That's yeah. another thing with the Northman that kind of falls. I, I just didn't understand it. So I was kind of... Whole, I get, that, might, that might have played into my hating Okay, it, yeah. You know, but, hey, Honestly, yeah, know. his his movies probably should have all, sub, all have subtitles. Yeah. Automatic subtitles, bro. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. come on. <laughs> Don't assume we're smart, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I want to mention, I guess, before we move on, uh, like, one of my favorite aspects of this movie, though, is... Uh, I kind of, I've kind of mentioned it throughout, is just that idea of... If you were going to leave the church back then, it was like you were leaving society. Yes. You know, it was like, it would be like in the modern day, if your family, if your dad was just like, okay, family, we're going, we're like going to go live the woods now. Right? And you'd be like, uh, no, that's not like the same as leaving the church. But back then it was. You know, if you got kicked out of the church, that's yeah. where you're, you're going to well, get exiled and he, from society. And he left right? the church because he was too Puritan for yes, them. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> Like, just yes. imagine, like, that's also where this movie, like, all the witch stuff plays a huge factor. Because this guy is like ultra puritan to the point where he got kicked out of his own society because he was too puritan for the puritans yes, yes. and it's like and it's like you could see but why he suffers the consequences right yeah. of not having other people around him yeah like, and it's like the mother it. the mother also is insane in this movie too like she's just as crazy as the dad just in a like a way different way like she yeah. hates her daughter it seems yeah, like obviously does. like it really she really doesn't like her at all and it's kind of weird it is an interesting relationship yeah like, uh because he never says directly why she, uh the mother would hate her but there's some reasons you know like uh, she's tempting. Yeah, his, she uh, thinks she's son, a seductress. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly, because she thinks she's a witch. Yeah. But, well, there's a lot of interesting things in this movie, no, but are, we can. Uh, but I mean, we should move on to the lighthouse now. We've all given our yeah. thoughts, yeah, but. Um, so I guess I'll start with Danny this time. What did you think about the lighthouse? Uh, this is definitely my favorite. Um, it kind of just, it feels like a, a buddy cop movie in reverse. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good like, way to Almost like, ne- like a negative body cop. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I guess in terms of how it feels like, it, that's how I feel when I watch it. Like, that's the parts I like about it the most. You know, just watching them together like yes, yeah, you would in a, sure. in a car or something. But this is a lighthouse, right? And you can see them getting annoyed with each other. And, like, there's certain moments in the movie where 
it just you can tell he's talking or he's not maybe directly saying but he's just talking about how what is it like to be married to someone or to live together with someone yes. for a long time in yeah. like same room you know and <laughs> all the problems that causes uh like one of my favorite scenes is the uh when defoe like keeps asking whether he actually likes his food cooking or not yes <laughs> yes that defoe, seems and so uh pattinson won't say anything um <laughs> he just like won't say yes he's like just say yes just say you like it please like, yes <laughs> and then at the very end he's like okay i do like yeah, food. no after he starts <laughs> yeah, yelling after out, he starts like, yelling re- re- tried, uh, like re- recite some like weird yeah. poem like that he does throughout the movie but... you know get drunk start dancing like a bunch of yeah yes. no yeah that's, that's my like, favorite yes, scene yes, there's some great scenes movie. like that yeah. but then it's not like a buddy cop movie because mm. they're not going anywhere right it's the exact no, opposite yeah, they're not no. driving anywhere they're literally stuck in the same place like <laughs> yeah. over and over again it gives it this this awful claustrophobic you know, yeah. anxiety attack kind of feel yeah yeah which you do like about it but yeah that's that, that, i guess that's how i'll start what about you luke um it's definitely the only robert Eggers movie i actually like i think um I do, I do like this movie. Um, I, I especially like how he uses. I, I, I think my favorite part of this movie is the black and white because I don't know, it just fits really well. It does. It does. Yes. I mean, I can't imagine this movie in color. Like, it, it just wouldn't work the same way. And of course, I love William Dafoe, and I really like William Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. You know, just going crazy. That was fun to watch. To be honest, though, my main critique really with this movie, though, it just, it just feels, you know. I don't know. Sometimes it gets so crazy to the point where I'm just like, okay, like, I don't know. I said that again. I said that before about the witch, but I don't know. It just gets so crazy that I'm like, all right, it's getting crazy. But maybe this is a critique with a lot of like movies that do this because I'm not a huge Ari Aster fan in general either. It's like they just kind of show like weird stuff just to show weird stuff. There's, not, I, okay. I didn't feel like there was a meaning behind it unless I'm missing something. I don't know. <laughs> But I don't know what you guys think about that. There's well, uh, definitely strong meaning behind the sailors and how they viewed the world back then, because like this is this is on the turn of the century whenever things are starting to modernize, like from the eighteen or from the nineteenth. It was like 18, late eighteen nineties, whatever that century is. But it's that it's like at the turn of the century, and it's just basically kind of about like the conflicting points of view between an old sailor kind of and like this young this younger guy that's not even like he's never been a sailor before he's never been in the ocean he just wanted to come here because it paid well and stuff like that and, and it's just his identity remember yeah 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 and we never know why he's, he went out there technically mm. but yeah i don't know well it's... he killed someone i don't think they ever specifically say that he asks he if he commits a crime he asks he... if he commits a crime yeah, and yeah. he doesn't answer okay basically. yeah no, because remember, there's that one scene where uh, why do you spill your beans, right? Because there's that one scene where he yeah. confesses to what he did. Because, like in that, you know, in that crazy montage know. scene where he keeps seeing like the mermaid. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also some quick cuts to the guy that he must have killed or something in his former life. Because like you see some shots from the behind his head, and he has like a totally white uh, hair and everything. Yeah. Um, and that's what I always thought. I don't know, maybe if he didn't kill him or something, but he did something. He did some kind of crime. Cause, yeah. That was the, that's the same. I mean, he probably killed Defoe him because keeps... he killed. I mean, like like Defoe also says like you kill the sailor whenever he kills a sail or the sea the seagull. Seagull, so. yeah, okay. Like I don't See, know, maybe makes... he does have a history Honestly, of violence that's too. That's why I'm thinking, that's why sure. I thought he killed uh, that former guy, and that's why he changed his identity and everything. And I mean, he obviously kills Defoe. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that uh, it does. That's one of my favorite parts where like that feeling of you just spilled your heart out to someone or your guts out, and then the next. The next scene, the guy's like holding over you and like, literally, yeah. like saying, "Why'd you spill your beans and everything?" Yeah, like, you're never gonna leave this lighthouse, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like some of that weird stuff that happens is definitely, it's definitely like just, it's it's more of the myth- mythological stuff yeah. that Robert Eggers just loves to deal with. Like, yeah. okay, like what mermaids, about maybe, like, maybe that okay, mythological that stuff is cool me, actually? Though. But what about the what I like least about it is 
the scene where or one of the ending scenes where they just like flip places and then like Defoe like walks as a dog to his grave yeah. basically like I don't know like that was just weird like no that, that one was weird that's the, that's still I get one what scene trying to say, but like, like yeah Edgar has his weird moments he does oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he really swings though at least yeah. I like the swing oh, yeah. it's like he has weird yeah. issues I, think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I just don't think the whole mythological you know kind of stuff is for me yeah. In general, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's the point. Maybe. At least for Edgar's doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, he's still young. He's still he's still early in his career. He could do one he like. Yeah. Who knows? I, I I'll watch his movies in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah his sure. at least his movies are definitely worth watching. He's got a very yeah, distinct style, style, like Weston yes, said. Yeah. The yeah. Like he does have Long a very takes, distinct style. Yeah, so. single shots. Yeah. Cool. I, I like how he's making original stuff actually. Yeah, oh, exactly. that's, that's the best. No, and the research. I guess, yeah. I guess respect him a lot. So. No, and that's that's the research. The research is a big thing of why I love the lighthouse and the witch and all, and like a lot why I like the Viking at least is because like he does put in a lot of research to make his movies feel like part of that time. Yeah. And make it feel like the like like this this movie is obviously about like 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 how um how being removed from society completely and being just like locked in one room with another person makes you go insane, mm-hmm. like. It's just basically about that, so... Exactly. But, I mean, yeah, Weston, what do you that. think about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't even no, heard what I, you think about I, this yet. I love it. I, lo- I would probably say, on a technical level, it's definitely the best of Eggers. Um, yeah, like like you said, it's probably just with all the crazy stuff. Wouldn't you say maybe uncomfortable is the right word? Because I have to admit, that's what I felt with some things. Especially with, like, Robert Pattinson's character, like, fucking a mermaid and all that. It's that just like... Or him jacking off and... You know all that kind of stuff, and it's just like, nah, you know, that's not for me personally. But overall, I like you said the folklore, and yeah, like when we're talking about like the seagulls, I think they represent the souls of like all the other dead sailors. Yeah, that's what he says. And he's know. like mistreating them. That's why I like the ending because he actually gets you know pecked yeah. out. I mean, well, also, by the things. also that might so, be what he's saying with the with like the like irony. walking William Defoe, like he doesn't respect just people in general. Like if he yeah. kills a, se- a seagull like that, then he doesn't care about yeah. humans either. That's true. Like and if, he, if he does. No, and, and uh, Defoe calls him a dog multiple times. He does call him a dog multiple and times. And so like yeah. I can see like Eggers is directly, you know, trying to make you think, oh now it's reverse, you know, yeah. he's going to reverse the situation. Yeah. But yeah, I can uh, I like the yeah, the seagulls or the souls of the sailors being in the seagulls. Yeah. Because there is a scene where I mean, one of the most gruesome scenes where he just kills that bird by hitting it on yes. this uh, on the rocks over and over again, just pounding it. It's like mm-hmm. uh like because Honestly, I, I get why it's in there because it's not it's the first scene where you're not supposed to like Robert Pattinson really because you know yeah. like if you initially go in the movie you're like okay yeah Pattinson's the guy I'm cheering for Defoe's the you know obviously the annoying guy who's been there for a long time that won't show him the light that kind of thing like, yeah that won't show him the light and, and, and off putting too so yes, you would he think he's yes. like probably going to be the antagonist yes yes the exactly yeah. but then that when he kills that seagull you're like oh shit like yeah. you know kind of Pattinson flip-flops. is yeah, <laughs> yeah. like your your uh, sympathy changes towards him. Yeah. Well, he starts to anyway. Um, no, but overall, their performances... I, I like the performances from both Pattison and yeah, uh, Defoe. Definitely. Especially Defoe. I mean, both of them, I would say equally. I mean, maybe a Defoe a little bit more, but yeah. Pattison did a really good freaking job of this film. Yeah. And it made me just realize, and it's the film I used to like to use for people and say, you see... If you stop thinking about the Twilight and look at him in this film and yeah, just like yeah. one other thing. <laughs> Mine was did. good time. Good, good, time. good time. He's yeah, very sure. good. Oh, he, he has is. a lot he's of a, talent. He's a great actor. Yeah. Just, Both of them are. I hate when people are like, oh, Robert Pattinson in the Twilight. It's like, shut up. It's oh, like, Twilight. watch more movies. You know, stop <laughs> with this mainstream Hollywood crap. Just watch this other smaller projects. But, you know, no one wants to do that. They don't have to 
time span for it. But <laughs> that's a topic for another time. Well, <laughs> um, overall, yeah, I, I love it a lot. And like you said, the black and white aesthetic, that's just like the icing on the cake. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I think overall, for the most part, it works beautifully. Yeah. Or we, okay, we should... What do you guys think the light represents or means? Ooh, right, because that's, that's, that's what he's I trying to reach. I just think it's insanity, honestly. Like, he, he becomes so, like... Or, like, not insanity, but, like... He's like he's like so like attached to trying to see it, you know. Like he wants to see it. It's like a yearning. What does he think he? What like do, I what think does he I think, think it's yearning. Yes, it is definitely yearning. It's that. Uh, and the way I saw it watching it this time was, um, that kind of, you can see he's jealous that Defoe, even though he's in this like same lighthouse, living the same life every day, Defoe seems to have this kind of happiness about him, this contentness about him. And uh, Pattinson thinks it's because of the light, you know, and that's yeah. why. And Defoe won't let him see the light either, right? So <laughs> obviously there must be something to it. Yeah. But kind of is the, it actually the light? You know, is it just? Of, uh... It's kind of like the room in Stalker, you know. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of it's kind of kind of I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way of putting it. But then when you get there, can you even handle it? You yeah, know? that's yeah. I, I think that's how. Simply put, that's what it is because if we try to go deeper into what it is exactly, you know, that's kind of the mystery of it. Yes, all. No, I, and it keeps or, you kind or, of speculating. Um, or really, that like uh, the ending could re- represent, at least in my mind, the the idea like you're not going to find that, yeah. you know, like because Pattinson obviously thinks, at least by the time he reaches the end, like he's willing to kill Defoe, you know, he just goes crazy. He's like, okay, as long as I can get to the light, as long as I can get to the light, that kind of thing. Yeah, but then. It, he, he dies because of it, you yeah. know? Yeah. A little, I guess in a little sense, he does die because of it, but at least trying to find that happiness uh, in some one thing, you know, and, like, ignoring everything else yeah. probably just leads to your death. You know, at least that's what I think it's saying, at least. What do you guys think? That's definitely a way to think yeah. about it, for yeah. sure. I could definitely see the... I mean, well, I, just, I think saying, it, I think of it more some... as just like yearning, like yearning, like yeah. he really like like the and how like yearning for just I guess I guess it's kind of like what you were saying how yearning for like one thing like makes you go mad, hmm. it like leads you down the path of madness and but I mean like as a whole like this movie is about isolation how that also leads you mad but like if you have like one yes. like if you're with if you're if you're with one person and they aren't going they won't let you see one thing. Like and you're on an island just stranded there yes. for God knows how long, as they say in the movie. Because like, well, there, there's like moments in this movie where like a scene happens and then like Robert Pattinson's just staring at Defoe and Defoe's like, "What are you even thinking? Do you know how? Do you know what day it is?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's like I've only." Or he's like, "Do you do you know how long we've been here?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's like the day after I was supposed to leave. Like they they just aren't here yet." And he's like, "No, it's been five goddamn weeks since then, and I've been telling you to ration since then also." <laughs> it's just like I don't yeah, know. I just really I I really like that, how that this sense of does. yeah. No, that's a good point though. Uh, that how that like someone that's isolated or feels isolated can fall for that trap even more, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in that, those kind of situations, literally. I can kind of compare that to, like, kind of what I went through, like, you know, <clears throat> earlier this year is, like, you know, it just became a constant cycle of wake up, get ready, go to work, and then come home. And to me, like, I guess a way to compare the light to is, like, let's say my TV, right? That was, like, my happiness. Oh, I go oh, there. Oh, I like that. You know, Good. because I, I've been going, like, kind of mentally insane after a while. I'm just getting tired of doing the same old crap, dealing yeah, with the yeah. same old BS, and then with a lot of, you know, hardships on this light. year. Yeah. And yeah. my TV, my entertainment yeah. was, like, my safe space. Yeah. And it's just that what helps keeps my insanity, because I still like watching movies or shows, 
and getting inspirations from him and that can help motivate me but at the end of the day it's like it kind of numbs you out though after a while yeah you especially gotta, certain things on tv or yeah because after a while you just kind of just like 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 you're a zombie and it's just like and that's how the defoe's character was you know and it's just like you got it's it could be pretty pretty scary thing honestly yeah. so i mean yeah very he, he died, the way he dies you know like yeah. robert eggers is basically saying it is a scary thing mm-hmm. yeah so that's what i again isolation i like or, that though that's yeah the yeah. lighthouse representing tv though that's a good <laughs> <The> lighthouse <laughs> representing <Yeah>. tv <laughs> He's yeah. a boomer, yeah. That's that. <laughs> is a boomer, yeah. <laughs> no, I really love the ending though, for sure. We yeah, should talk about like too. I actually, uh, I actually really like this ending where like the seagulls blind. are pegging out, are pegging oh, yeah, out his okay, eyes, yeah, that like is that. Last shot. which is weird though because I remember having a nightmare of me getting pecked by seagulls when oh, I was God. like <laughs> 15 years old or younger. You're like, is this? And seeing this was like a tr- fever dream, bro. I'm like, <laughs> what the. <laughs> like, and like no way i'm like i had a dream exactly like that that does look terrifying they they yeah. those, those look like experience oh, on the sure. big screen was like oh wow i don't even want to think about ptsd it. Almost, <laughs> yeah, i'm serious that was no, one interesting way fact. I view this movie, though, honestly, is, like, Robert Pattinson doesn't start going insane until he falls off the, like, ladder. Or until, like, Defoe kind of drops him whenever he's painting the lighthouse, you know? Like, oh, he doesn't really start is. going insane until after that happens. So, like, one thing that you could say, like, does he just die there? And, like, this is all in his head. Like, I don't know. That's one thing I always okay. thought. Because, like, he fell from really oh, high, man. Like, he yeah, fell from pretty yeah, high. Yeah, and then, like, at the very end of the movie, he's at the, he's at the bottom of the rocks. And he's just, like, di- he's, like, dead. So what if he never made it to the lighthouse to begin with? Oh, yeah, like, that's what. He on shore yeah. somewhere. Oh, okay. and, I don't know. But, was... but or it's, he might just have a concussion. Who knows? Like, that's why he's seeing all this weird yeah. shit, too. That's, that's <laughs> interesting. And it could just be, like, Defoe killed another guy. Yeah, he Because remember, Defoe also. Yes, Defoe also does apparently someone, kill someone. Right? Yes. Apparently, yeah. I mean, Pattinson. he doesn't. Defoe never, never says he does. Like he just no. changes the story every time. So, because that scene that I found, that I found Sailor says is also really great, really creepy. Mm. Oh yes, because no, because I also really like whenever this movie. Go- I actually like whenever this movie goes insane a lot because it's got a lot of Cthulhu shit. So. Yeah, like I don't know, like just all the tentacles Weenie, and like yes. roll him to Oh, when they had that fight. Like yeah, my so my favorite part, whenever like he's whenever he's just like beating Defoe or whatever, and then he starts going crazy, and he look like he thinks like he's like he's on top of the mermaid and shit like that, and then yes, like he yes. just looks again, yeah, she's Defoe, and then it's like oh, that's, then that's such a good a good, good shot. Dude. And you oh see the little God. tentacle on yeah, his uh, shoulder, yeah. Oh, I really, I, I really like the descent into madness in this one because I, I like, okay. I like movies about descending into madness. It's kind of, it's one of my genres. And that's the kind of Cthulhu movie we need, dude. It's just like in that kind of form and stuff. Yeah. And okay. it's just like, I've seen I can see like, him doing a Cthulhu movie at some point. I mean, what was awesome. that last one with Kristen Stewart in it, which is kind of ironic. Um, <laughs> but the one underwater. Yeah. yeah underwater. Oh, that was actually pretty good, dude. Oh yeah. That's actually. Decent. I haven't seen it. I've been kind of skeptical about watching it. Because I've heard it's mixed. It's actually pretty good. I like it quite okay. a bit. So. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Both these like. <laughs> Both gonna be in the Cthulhu movie next. Yeah, yeah, I, did, I did watch. I did watch Spencer the other day. The other week. She, yeah. She's good in that. Yeah. I haven't seen Spencer. That's one. That's one about Princess Diana. She yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. 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 I agree. Okay. Um, anyway, let's, let's move on to the new movie. <laughs> yeah, the new movie, yes. finally, yes. that we yes. that we are that we've been building up to. 
Robert Eggers' The Northman. And since I actually don't know what Luke thinks about this, since we didn't watch it together, I'll start with Luke. The Northman? We watched The Northman together. Yeah, he was yeah, there. I was oh, you weren't there with, you were there with uh, the Nick Cage one. That's right. Oh, That's yeah, the one that yeah, you weren't there with. I thought that was wow. last week. I'm just so All forgettable, right. we'll start. Guys. We'll start with you. Too. We'll start with you anyway, Luke. Okay, well... Give your opinions. Northman, I wasn't the biggest fan of. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> you know, I like the visuals, and, you know, I like, I like how he... How he like I like the how he portrayed the Viking era. I don't know. It just I feel like this is the main complaint with it. It it's really just the story structure. It just felt boring. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. the way I'm not I'm not calling the movie particularly boring. Just the way it was structured. You know, it's your basic yes. revenge story. Like I, yeah. it's probably been it's, yeah. the dead horse has been beaten by that saying, but it's true. And there's there was just I don't know. It was just it was just a movie that it felt like. It's kind of hard to explain. It just wasn't for me, I guess. Eggers, I don't know, something about him, but it really just felt like Vikings doing Viking stuff, which I don't yes. know. I'm, I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of that genre. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. I, I don't have any strong feelings towards it, but that's kind of my basic, you know. I don't know. It just wasn't really my thing. Fair. Yeah. It is a very Viking film, so yeah, very Norsemen kind of stuff, and so, you know, not into that so yeah i'm more into like oriental like yeah, japanese feudal japan history so uh norseman history i'm like like it's just muddy bleak and it's just like and to do all this weird ritual shit and it's just like, i kind of like that's, 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 that's the stuff, that's the stuff that i like that's the stuff that i like in the movie uh, yeah the one but the i just find yeah. it a little weird see I mean, no. I find it weird now, see, that's what I wanted more in this movie. Yeah. That's my main criticism with this, is okay. that too much of the revenge plot, yeah. not enough yeah. of the ritualistic Viking stuff that I actually like. Okay. And whenever they do the ritualistic Viking stuff, he makes it really kiddy. Like, I actually mm-hmm. know about Viking history. I've read quite a bit about it. And, like, whenever, like, at the very beginning, whenever they see, like, the tree of, Yiz- of y- Yizgrimor. Mm-hmm. But, like, that. before that, he's literally walking down into that into that chamber with his with uh, Edgerton and, wait, is it Edgerton, right? Uh, is his dad Edgerton? It's no, not that's Edgerton. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, yes, yeah. yes, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I was like, it's not Edgerton. It's yeah. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Skarsgård. Ethan Hawke and uh, but whenever the kids walking oh, the down, kid, yes. walking down to see uh, oh, that's a great Scar- to see Defoe. Yeah, but before that, like he looks up at a statue of Odin. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool, a statue of Odin. And the kid's like, Odin. And I'm like, oh my god, okay. I'm like, you don't have to say it. I'm like, what? No, you don't need that. You don't need that. And like, like even in the like uh the berserker like rituals and stuff like that like he specifically makes sure to that they say that they are berserkers and that okay that's like, definitely got to be a studio thing yes exactly we'll get into that, that, though, yeah we'll have to we'll have to get into yeah. that but that's my main complaint is i wish that was a little just more weird like this isn't the typical eggers film you know like this is a, it's 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 it is his style where he likes to go take you just in their main opinion like 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 Puts you in the shoes of of, how, of like how these people actually thought and how they would behave, mm-hmm. and not like put modern day standards on them. Like he does do that, but I just think he doesn't like he doesn't actually go into the stuff that he went into in like the like the lighthouse and the witch where he actually talked to, or like actually showed the folklore and all that stuff. He like had a, had a couple scenes in this movie, and the rest of it was just this boring revenge plot that I didn't care about yeah. that much. But like that was my main problem with it. Yeah, I think I agree with you there, honestly. Because it is that weird stuff that is the most intriguing. Um, like you said, a revenge story, that, that was my kind of thing. And, like, I do really like this film a lot. Um, and, but when it comes to, like, yeah, like, well, a lot of their, like, Norseman traditions or, like, a lot of the set pieces and the 
costume work was like very authentic and i really love that um, yes, anything no, with the mystical there. stuff or about Fahalo or the tree yeah. was like that was those were some of my favorite parts mm-hmm. and I did like the ending like it, even yeah, though it I was like very revengey I like the ending I like the visual it's very, it's very, it's very visual it is very revenge of so. I literally oh got revenge of yeah. I'm like George Lucas did this better George Lucas did this better at least it was arms coming off man oh my god here it felt it felt more grounded this is what revenge of the Sith should have been though it was grounded it was more of a practical grounded revenge of the Sith that's Star Wars but you know how the original trilogy is not so over the yes, top no, like you're the right. prequels the original movie I'm just saying <laughs> the duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan should have felt more like this I think, I think people, I think people so... remember Star Wars yeah. differently because like movies. only only Empire Strikes Back yeah. is like really like serious now, the other I two are not yeah. Yeah. I personally love okay, Revenge yeah. of Sith and I do like that duel I like the emotional aspect Anyways, yeah, that's, but yeah. I'm just saying that's a set piece. It should honestly, have it's a great set piece. Yeah. It's an interesting yeah. comparison because honestly, that one has more emotion behind it than this revenge. Because uh, the yeah. visuals are I cool, agree, yeah. 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 but like we see it coming like way too long. Like we know what this whole movie's like, ending up to leading up to this yeah. point. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's got the classic uh, criticism of any bad revenge movie. You know, where you can just yeah. blame it. It's relying on story too much without actually developing the characters or um, exactly. And I guess I'll I'll just go into what my I thought of it. And the way I wanted to uh, start it was, there's this uh, New Yorker interview that Robert Eggers did uh, before this movie came out, kind of. Um, and he has this quote in it that I guess I'll, I'll kind of jump off. He said, this is a complex society, Eggers said. It's governed by vengeance, vengeance, but there are still rules. There still are conventions, and there still is art. And there's adornment and music and joy. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, those are what I like. I mean, and that's kind of the theme of all three of these movies. But those are the aspects I like about it the most, right? Where it, like gets into what it would have been like for a kid to just doing some weird ritual while taking drugs yeah. uh, mm-hmm. for the first time um, just to get him initiated, right? Like, yeah. It's an initiation ritual, right? Like, you're you becoming wanna, a man. Yes, yeah. you're becoming a man, but you're also becoming like, betro- I don't know I don't know the right word, but you're getting committed to this tribe. You know, you're one of them now, officially, right? Like, and no matter where you are in battle, you're always going to remember that moment, right? Mm-hmm. And he, you can tell he's always going back to that moment with his father because like, that's what, uh, yeah. no, that's what keeps honest. him attached. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll get into it. I just want to say, I just, but I wanted to say, like, those kind of moments throughout the movie, right, where there is kind of music, and there is kind of, you get more into the, the details of Viking life, yes. what it would have been like. I love that part, those stuff. But this movie, even more than the other two, feels like those are few and far between. And it, like, just kind of relies on the boring story and the kind of, like, we have to go to eight, point A to go to get to point B yeah. and point C, you know, and we have yeah. to have the wife, the the girl that loves him and everything, you know, like, all the boring stuff. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. there's more of that than ever. And this movie's way longer than his other two, so, like, that's also true. Really it is. It's too long. <laughs> yeah, it's too long, long sure. yeah. It could have been cut down a little Especially bit. for how much it relies on just the basic revenge story. It yes. doesn't need to be that long. No, it doesn't. Yeah, like you said, the point A, point B stuff, the love interest thing. I mean, I still like Anya Taylor-Joy, but oh, it's yeah. like... I felt well, like, like her she role be, was she, underwhelming. She's a star. Though. She should be the main actress in a yeah, movie like this. Yeah, she know? should like, have, have just more importance in yeah, this movie, like, I felt like. She just kind of represents like what he's losing by going back, you know? That's why she's there. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, visually, this is probably my favorite visuals out of this film. Oh, um, okay. Honestly, okay. I love these kind of oh, visuals, especially the It is on a bigger like, scale, for sure. Yeah. 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 He certainly has more budget. I have a personal <laughs> taste for that. No, it's just, and he uses the budget well, though. I will give him credit. He uses the budget really well. Like He's not wasting that. Mm. I don't know the kid version of um, Skarsgård's character. I don't think he was that good. 
don't know. He was a mouth breather, and he was just annoying. I, I don't like. I don't like Chris. I think child actor. Is that his name? Arnold. Arnold. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I had to. I mean, that's fine. We do need to talk about where they probably put a lot of money and time, but like. Uh, when he's like a, a soldier for one of the, he's kind of like a Viking soldier. Yeah, he's a berserker. Those, yeah, a berserker. Yes, yeah. yes. The scene where they do attack. That yeah, the village, raid. Yeah. The raid. Oh my god, that's mm. amazing. Like, yeah, that's a really I, good. He, it's yeah. like that was a he shoots it like if they were like if you were shooting a World War Two movie with tanks. Yeah. Like he shoots them like they were a tank. And yeah. they kind of were, you know, they're just like oh, yeah. going through the city. They're like, and it's all one shot. Too, yes, but like they were the modern weapons of their time, right? Like these are the elite of the elite. You know, they're just like wrecking everything. Like they show them against like these normal soldiers, and they're just getting like blown to pieces. It's not like this over the top, you know, choreography. No, no, no. It felt like yes, real. No, yes, yeah. yes, at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do like the <laughs> when afterwards they're all like breathing really heavy. Yeah, that's that was funny. Pretty, that was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My only main complaint with that scene is like I really did love it, but whenever you go in expecting this movie, like it was built up like this is gonna be brutal as shit. Like people are going That's to be brutal like, moments in there. It, it yeah. has some brutal moments, what, but then it wasn't as, it wasn't like yeah. I thought it was gonna. It wasn't like yeah, people were going up. Like, 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 no, like like if like if you're gonna if you're gonna make this rated R and you're gonna make this like an actual Viking <laughs> movie, at least like show the violence Wait, like that's what, what people are going Blake's well, seen too many weird Japanese movies oh, alright yeah, I can just show some blood damn I mean show him show him ripping the guy's throat out I can see that I don't care it, it, it was so funny though when uh, he started making out with his mom and the theater so the theater was all oh, like what our whole theater was yeah. like what the whoa yeah it was so funny it was like yo dude yeah that, that, that was weird oh, my gosh <laughs> I mean okay that, that is really Related to to one of the main themes of this movie though, which yeah. I kind of like, but once again, it doesn't empa- it just focuses more on the revenge aspect of it instead of more like the interesting part, which is this guy, uh, the the main guy, he has this idea of his father throughout his life, right? And that's why he's doing everything, you know, save my father, I'll rescue my mother, blah blah. That thing he keeps chanting over mm. and over again. But then when he finds out that his mom hated his father, and she actually wanted to be with this other guy, and his father was kind of a dick, you know? Yeah. Like, does that change everything? Like. Is it too late for him? You know, because he's been living his whole life with that goal of his dad is his hero. You know, honestly, honestly, do you, would you guys prefer if he actually died in the battle and then kind of it, it kind of showed like uh, basically like I, actually you know I, I kind of got this idea. I don't know if I'd like it or not, but from a letterbox user I follow, he said like that one in the gates of hell. You know, he dies and basically uh, the movie like it shows like a critique of like toxic masculinity. That's what I I, I, went, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't know if it'll make it better, but honestly, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. I think it would have made it more interesting for sure if something yeah. like that happened. If something like that, or like not even like that, like him dying, but like just him not going back. Like, yeah. his whole thing is like, if he has to kill these people, he has to kill these people, in quotation marks. I'm, I'm putting quotation because marks. Because of the ritual, you know? Because, because yeah, because like history. he took this ritual, he has to avenge his father because right? it's like yeah. fate. It's, yes. literally, it's literally like his fate to kill this guy that killed his father because like, that's just what's done in the, in this society. So like like Robert Eggers wasn't going to do something like that, like putting today's worldview onto that guy yeah. because that's not what he wants to do. He wants to show like how this guy would have thought, and he does do that very well. I think it would have made a more interesting movie if he did something else, but for the movie that Robert Eggers wanted, to do, I definitely think a, this is what it's, it's based, based on. on him. I mean, it's it's based on an Icelandic saga. Yes, yes. But yes. It, it's like this is this is the main saga that that inspired Hamlet. So, like that's why oh, like this okay. guy's named Amleth, which is oh, the Icelandic okay. Hamlet oh, basically. That's so. interesting. 
Yeah. But no, I mean, like, and like Robert Eggers is apparently Icelandic of, of Icelandic descent. Makes a lot of sense. He's never he's never been to Iceland before shooting this. But, uh, his but he co-writer worked with, was yeah, Icelandic, he worked with the with an Icelandic, Icelandic poet. poet yeah. yeah, which is cool. Um, that's the thing. Like, if I hear, oh, Robert Eggers is working with an Icelandic poet on a movie. Yeah. Um, I would expect Vikings, the story. I would expect like way more. I would expect it honestly to be way more smaller. Like the details would be way more in depth. You know, not kind of just going beat by beat to get a story through, you know? Yeah. Like, it would feel more like Lighthouse, you know? But I guess at the same time, you, if you say you're making a Viking movie, you kind of have to go big. Yeah. People yeah. want to see the fights and everything. Like, no, no one wants to see a Viking movie like, with the fights. Like, what <laughs> I mean, a Viking movie true. be like where they're just on the boat the whole time? But see, you like, can you know? do a Viking movie with the fights and 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 the interesting ritual stuff, too. You don't have to make it uh, like just a straightforward revenge plot. But the studio won't let him. So. Yeah, well, no, well no. yeah, apparently. No, yeah. And, that's, and that's a big part we should talk about is he didn't have, like, technically Final Cut yeah, movie where he was allowed to do everything he wanted. You know, yeah. the studio had a lot of interference of we want it. Because uh, I think you mentioned this quote where... Uh, he said something like, "This is the entertaining version. Yeah, you know, this is the most I entertaining." Actually, I actually and like the way he says that, you would think initially when he says that, it's like, "Oh, that's a good thing, right?" He made it entertaining. <laughs> it's like for him, you could tell like that's not a compliment. You know, yeah. like he was trying to, because like you said at the, for the review of the witch at the beginning, like he's trying on purpose to make it slow, right? He's yeah. trying to build you up slowly mm-hmm. to get you into the the it feeling you, of the like, movie, right? In. It's not just supposed to be, you know, kind of not happy but just kind of a you know an everyday action movie with vikings you know that's not what it's supposed to that's not what he's okay so here's here's one of the quotes he said i think that really it was just the studio pushing me to make it as entertaining as i possibly could which is normal and appropriate, even if sometimes I didn't enjoy it. That's what it needed to be. Yeah, that's so passive-aggressive. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. exactly. Because like he, he had to spend all this, like, he had to spend all this time after the New Yorker thing came out on, or, or like, the, maybe the New York Post. I can't remember. Something something came out before the movie where he was, was talking about article, that. Yep. Yeah, where he was talking about the studio interference. He had to come out afterwards and, like, do, like, all this, like, damage control saying, like, no, it wasn't as bad as I made it seem. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't it, was. it wasn't as bad. But it wasn't as bad. Because uh, in that New York interview, he mentions how the studio did a uh, test screening in Texas for the movie, and they would, all the studio would send him notes after they did these test screenings. It's like, oh, God. just a random audience in Texas watching this, and they're ju- ju- judging, like, whether or not, like, yeah, dude, I remember one, one That's one probably my, not a great sign. Yeah, <laughs> one of the comments on my Box review was one of my... One of the people that, that follows me that, or one of my friends that actually likes the movie, um, they said, like, apparently, like, the, well, something that came out of those was you need a master's degree in Viking literature oh, to, like, yeah, understand, yeah. or, like, Viking history and understand the movie. I'm like, that's the movie I want? The, yes. Like, please yeah. give me that. That's, I mean, that's, that's you, obviously the movie, yes. like, that, uh, I think the guy's name is, is Jorn that, that wrote it with them, uh, my like that poet definitely. That yeah. poet definitely wanted it to be more about Viking history and less about probably, probably both of less, them. Did, yeah, probably know? both of them. I mean, that's yeah. why they probably signed on to do it. I would love to hear the movie in like its native language, honestly. Yes, that like, was another language, thing. Yes. That's another thing that they that should have done. That was the only thing that took me out of it. I'm like, oh, man, I mean, because uh, dude, English. I just uh, <laughs> after rewatching The Witch in the Lighthouse, at yeah. least those actors are trying to get the language, you know. Um, yeah. The accents, at least the best that they can. They're trying to talk in that kind of. Yes. That kind of way, right? That kind At of least they got the accents down yeah, yeah. right, but it's just like... Yeah, that's that's um, a big critique mm-hmm. of it. That's a big critique of mine from this one, too, is because, like, if you're going to have this Icelandic saga that's about Iceland, like, and it's obviously... It authentic and tr- then you should try and make it as authentic as possible, and yeah. not, like... And, like, because, like, even, their, even their, uh, their accents aren't the same. Like, Ani Taylor-Joy's doing the same accent she was doing in The Witch. That's in true. this movie, and like the Northmen, like that's yeah. like a New English, a New England accent is not the same accent as a girl from Poland or whatever she yeah, was that's from. That's true. gonna have like you or know, like I they they should have done 
it, like because they they the, my my favorite part probably in this movie is whenever they raid the village and he they just burn all those children down the and the place and he walks into the seer and he sees that seer she's only been like five movies and they're all from iceland and she and that's like one of my favorite parts because that's what the movie should have been in my yes. opinion is more of she stuff like about that because right? she's right she's the, she's the one trying to get him to go back towards his fate and i yes, think if okay. they played more along the more along that route of like the fate route well, what does that mean uh back then right uh, yeah what did it mean to just be attached to your clan or your tribe so much yes even when you kind of find out you're wrong you just it's your fate, right? Yeah, like, like he should. Um, they should have like leaned into that more because it would have yeah. at least made the the revenge plot better. Yes. Like it would have made it like at least more interesting. But and and honestly, this is uh, it. I guess it's a critique at the end of the day, but it's at least how I see it is it kind of just it play it tries to play both sides. Yeah. And like a Robert Eggers can't movie can't do that, right? You have to commit. Like if it's gonna be a Robert Eggers movie, it has to commit all the way to being. Uh, like you're saying, it has to be more about the war and the yeah. mythology and the, little, the literal details, right? Like in that uh, New Yorker interview I was reading, he like talks about this random hat that, uh, or helmet. Actually, I think it's a hat or something. But that uh, the, what's her name? Um, the queen, his mom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like basically bragging like no one's gonna notice, but it's like this like. 14th century Finnish thing that the king probably stole and gave it to her and stuff. It's like, that's why you're watching a Robert Eggers yes. movie, you know? You're not watching it just to see some guy get revenge at the end, like, yeah. like if it was just a modern-day revenge movie, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it kind of tries to play both sides, where sometimes you get the lore, and then sometimes it's just the boring, okay, in my opinion, boring story stuff. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but the high moments are pretty high, at least they in my opinion. They are pretty high. So. And I, I will say, even like even some of the revenge moments are like, that's some of the most graphic stuff in the movie where I actually oh, yeah. like really liked it. At the yeah. very end, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not talking about the very end. I'm talking about whenever he's killing... Oh! Whenever it's like the yeah. night the night blade feasts. Yeah. Like, that whole sequence, or at least the very beginning of that sequence where he murders those three guys and like puts them up like a like kind of like a llama or whatever. Mm-hmm. on the, like He pins them up onto the side of the house. And then the next one, whenever he like hangs the guy and has like his innards all cut out. Like that's that, that stuff was really or cool. Or the noseless guy. Yeah, too. the noseless. Well, just... that, was, that was just really cool, yeah. That, that was, was cool. Because but... yeah. that was another part where he <laughs> okay, used yes. where he used like uh, basically drugs to make them all hallucinate. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, that stuff was kind of cool. Like that stuff was kind of interesting. But it is cool. Even that, I don't know. It just I, falls. It just falls a little flat at the end. Like this is it. this is the most empty of his movies to me. Okay, that's like that's that, like that's where I was where I was like whenever yeah. Luke brought that up in the yeah. witch. Like I said, I'd get back to that in the north. Like I do think this okay. movie's a little yeah. empty. Like it's a little heartless. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't it have as much heart as as. It does, you never really end up caring about him. Yeah, I guess they tried kind of to just... do that with the love interest to try to add more yeah. Yeah, to yeah. it, but it just yeah. didn't work. But see, that's like that—that's like what Danny says. She's only there so that he has a reason to go back to kill Fjolnir. So yeah. Now, and unless like, it was could've... like a childhood friend or whatever, and they like meet up again, maybe they'll work a little bit better. But then again, no it idea. just they should have worked on the chemistry a little bit better. Regardless, it was just the execution. Just mm-hmm. yeah. And I will say, I really like that scene whenever they first. Um, I think it's whenever they first make love, but they're like, he shoots it all natural light, but it looks like grand. It looks like black and white. Do you remember that scene whenever they're like under the tree and they're just talking with each oh, other? Okay, yes. And he's like shooting know. it all with moonlight. Yeah. And it's oh, like it's like that's like all yeah. moonlight and all stuff like that. It's I like, did like that. it's yeah, not black and white, but it looks like really that. cool. Like because all the it, it's filmed like that's that's the main thing with this movie. It's it's still filmed it phenomenally. Is like uh, it's great. And it's it's kind of related, but there's there's one color moment in this movie that I love because especially when um, it's basically when they first see the land of Rus or yeah. Russia. 
and there's just these trees in the uh all of a sudden this green like you like you see this like it's not bright green but it's a lot of green yeah it's and like all these green yeah. yes but like it just stands out because all the a lot of the movie was dark really dark before that and all of a sudden you're in the land of roost right yeah. like mm-hmm. it must have been that for a lot of people like for a lot of soldiers that traveling to different countries where all of a sudden you're seeing a like there's no phones you know there's no phones there's no tvs where you can just see what a country looks like before you get there right like yeah. all of a sudden you're in the land of roost and it's like so so much forest right compared to even probably uh it's not cold no that's cold right? as, yes. not as cold as norway yes. or wherever he, i or think he was i think he was i think he initially, initially they're from norway because yes. they were talking about how okay. like uh how I used to know this guy's name but how that how the king of norway ended up being like like kicking everyone out basically okay, okay. i think you're right yeah, because he well, well, he like in history he forced everyone to join him or leave, and that's okay. that's like where this guy like he had to leave to go to Iceland. So okay, okay, I I kind of want to read the story though now. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a good too. story. I mean, it inspired Hamlet. So yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, it's pro Hamlet's probably better, but <laughs> but gotta research what inspires no and you know. one thing i wanted to bring up i forgot i forgot to bring this up while you were mentioning the lighthouse and talking about robert pattinson like jerking off and shit like oh, that gosh. it's like <laughs> obviously <laughs> robert eggers wants dicks in his movie i don't know if you read this well, but he yeah. he actually said the farts dude no that's <laughs> the farts the farts stuff oh, yeah, the, the, fart, the fart the fart rant is my favorite part in that entire movie in the lighthouse dude that fart rant so good i know no, but like in the yeah, in in gosh. in the Northman, he wanted to have dicks. Like he literally said that in an interview. He was like, "This is another movie I wanted to have dicks, but they didn't allow me to." Because <laughs> like in the lighthouse, he wanted it to be um like you remember the scene whenever he's kind of starting. I think it's whenever he, like after he sees the mermaid for the first time and he's like jerking yes, off yes. again. Like mm-hmm. and like the lighthouse is turning over is like going around like yeah. that. Yeah. But he wanted that part, like the lighthouse, to be cut up cut up like as it's turning to be cut with the robber with robber pants and just just like rock hard dick like that's where he wanted it to be dude, I, was, oh, I was like dude i was like dude that would make the exactly <laughs> i mean i already think it's a masterpiece but that would have been like the best movie ever made exactly dude, dude. No, seriously we've been robbed and we're never gonna get it yeah. probably no but oh, i mean genius. do you guys have anything else on the north no, uh, otherwise, uh, the perfect soundtrack... Perfect note to end on, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> we gotta end on, we got yeah. what's a positive note? That was um, a positive note. Positive, initially, <laughs> That was a lighthouse, too. That was a uh, great soundtrack, great acting. I'll end it um, with, while I do think, while I do think that, like, the uh, revenge plot, like, with, like, 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 like him killing Fjolnir at the end, is yeah. like, a little, a little, like, a little bit of a letdown, I really love it the yeah. cinematography in that moment dude. like having a oh, having okay, a battle yes. at the gates yeah. of hell like as yes. a volcano is exploding oh my god yeah. like that like that thing's and, just pretty um, cool there are and some interesting epic, things so. like just the idea of having a slow action viking movie yeah where so it's there's still a lot of action but it's in single shots you yes. know like long takes um but you're still trying to get that action feel to it there's some interesting things in it you know for sure there are it just it's trying to toe the line of doing both where it's trying to you know, if you're just, it's trying to be a big blockbuster with a simple story, right? Yeah. To where, you know, mm-hmm. oh, theoretically anyone could follow along. But at the same time, it's also trying to be really detailed Viking, where if you're a huge Viking fan, you'll love the lore, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it, deep and everything. It's almost like a, it's, it's in a weird way when, uh, like, people that are huge Star Wars fans, like, and I'm thinking of you, Weston, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> it's not negative, but where, like, a Star Wars fan will watch a new Star Wars movie that comes out, it's like, oh, they didn't get as, as detailed as, like, what the comics said, or, like, what the, yeah. they could have done the Old Republic and everything. No, it's like, they're making it, they're trying to make, four, you know, they're trying to make $2 billion from this movie, you know, they're trying to make it as simple as possible for any fan. And that's why, and like, that's this, why this I movie like, is um, a different way is trying to, 
play that balance basically. Yeah. And maybe that's why I really love the Mandalorian because they just go back to the simplicity of a simple story, and it feels like a western. And but you can do that on TV be... way more, right? Because you know yeah. only the fans are going to be watching yeah. it. You're not. But trying now to make it's going back to fan service, and it's just like, can we just see just what you're saying is what you're saying is Robert Eggers needs to make his Mandalorian again. Robert, if you were to make, you make a great no. Star Robert Wars Eggers, movie, just dude. make fucking Nosferatu. That should have been the movie oh, we got yeah, this exactly. year, and we got the Northmen. So we're never gonna get me. Nosferatu. Probably. That's what confused me. I'm like, oh, we're never gonna get What's crazy is apparently he did a Nosferatu play in like high school that he directed and everything. Because he originally started as like a set designer. Damn. Um, so he would obviously love doing that. But I guess we're not. We're probably not gonna get that now because of. Uh, this movie not doing very well. Sadly, no. I really hope. I really hope we do, dude. Did you just imagine Willem Dafoe and Anya Taylor Joy? Wait, was Willem Dafoe gonna play Nosferatu? I, I, probably. I mean, come on. Like, yeah, he could do that. I mean, like, it's gotta be. It's, it's gotta, gotta be. be. Yeah. Oh, I think gosh. his. I think his reasoning for not doing it now, or like maybe not wanting to do it now. Well, he keeps on saying like it keeps on getting like messed up. Like he's never been able to like just get it off the ground. And he's it got, it's gotten to the point where it's happened so many times that he just ended up saying, "I don't know if it's ever gonna happen." Like yeah. he actually said that recently, oh, and no. be, and then he also okay. said like after that he was like, "Maybe it just shouldn't happen because like I couldn't, I probably couldn't do it better than FW more now or, or Herzog anyway." So, but that's something he did oh, say. Damn, so. honestly, I mean, I respect I Herzog. Herzog's great movie. Too. It's a great yeah. movie. And oh he said gosh. he said the reason why Herzog like Herzog was the right one to make that was because like it was from Germany. So like that's him true. doing a new German yeah, okay. Nosferatu was really interesting. Oh man, so. plus it's still. We, we need a new Nosferatu movie just so we can do a Nosferatu episode where we review all three. Oh my god. Let's see it. See Eggers you fucked up. No. Maybe it'll still happen. Someday. I hope Who it knows. still happens, dude. Yeah. I've been excited for that movie for like four years now, and it's never yeah, gonna happen, probably. Right. So. We'll see. Just gotta wait it out. Things change over time, I'm sure, but you know. But then again, can't be too hopeful. No, can't be too hopeful. Sadly, yeah. not with Hollywood now. Expect disappointed, yeah. and you'll never be disappointed. Breaks my heart. Yeah. Well, I guess we can go ahead and talk. Okay, about I have to mention. Okay, because okay. I wasn't sure, but because uh, I wanted to mention this really quick. Apparently, one of the reasons it got canceled was. A, Harry Styles was cast to be in Osferatu, but then oh, he had to back out. Gross. Uh, like, no, that's, that's probably reasons. a good thing. That's a, that's a good and it was sad because apparently, like the, it's mentioned in that article with the New Yorker where the cinematographer had even like moved his kids to where they were going to be filming and everything. <laughs> oh my God. That's how they sure they were going to. Uh, it was going to be filming in Prague. Oh. And, okay. Um, but I guess that all got canceled and stuff, so it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Basically, mm. which is depressing. Damn it. <laughs> well, now on that note, who do y'all think would be a other good director to make a Nosferatu film. Oh, man. Okay, that's a different episode. That's a different problem. That is a different episode. Yeah. But that is a good question, though. It is a good question. Because yeah. it right would have been Eggers. But... Yeah, it would have been Eggers. It would have been, yeah. We, yeah, we need a Michael Bay Nosferatu movie. No. <laughs> like, see, I feel, like a, lot, I feel like, his... I feel like a lot of people would say Ari Aster, but I think he'd do it wrong. No, no, no. He'd do it wrong. He's not as historical. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like Ari Aster. He's got that. Maybe the horror aspect, but yeah. That's another episode. Um, but wait, I guess that's probably not working. All right. We so yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So well, I can go ahead and get into what we're going to talk about next yes. week. So next week we're going to be doing um, a new topic, kind of before we get into Danny's main topic the week after. We're going to be talking about a couple of our favorite movies from directors that have directed a movie not in their native language. And for this episode, we decided to choose Paul Schrader's Mishima, A Life in Four Chapters, 
and oh, what was Michelangelo and Tony. Yeah, there we go. Uh, blow up, dude. I thought I was about to say I was about to say certified coffee, but we we had a tough time deciding. We did have a tough time deciding. We'll talk about that at the beginning. Yeah, we can. T- we'll talk about. Yeah, we kind of wanted to talk about just our our thoughts on directors doing that at the beginning yeah. of the episode. Because sure. it's, it's an interesting thing that we just noticed while going through a lot of directors recently mm-hmm. that like they all a lot a lot of the great ones if you look actually do have at least mm-hmm. one movie in a different language and it's really interesting just to watch those movies and see how it played out honestly. Yes, yeah. Or like yeah. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it next week. Yeah. Well, I'm excited, though. All right, so, Weston, I'm glad that you joined us this week. Yeah, we'll definitely have you on again, especially, oh, yeah. in, especially in feudal Japanese episodes. Yes. Me, and you'll, me and you'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, Kurosawa for sure. Absolutely. You'll yes. be on for Ron. And yeah, well, well, yeah, he'll be a regular guest. Ron and Cogging worship. Yeah. For sure. For sure. No, I'm glad to be doing podcasts again. Just yeah. to sit around with a bunch of idiots and talk about movies all yeah. the time. It's, hey. it's wonderful. It's <laughs> wonderful. Nothing better. Nothing better. Nothing better yeah. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Well, I hope that you all join us next time in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> it's of a merchant store as they've brought up in Calio. Robbed me of a girl's who let me go. She took me in the parlor and said, won't you be me beau? Oh, my God.